The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I am still your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to the show. Boy, what a show we have for you. Starting this year, 2018 season is rolling on. Training camp's right around the corner. We have lots to talk about. Let's get to it. Well, before we get into the show, I got a shout out to GJ and Brad, who I met at Duncan's Mills Camping Club. They live in Santa Cruz, and they listen to my show. And so I was inspired to crap one out, literally, um, for them and the rest of you guys that really, I guess, are missing my show. And uh, so it's coming back. I told you I'd do it this year. So after a cavalcade of summer fun, it's time to get down to business. So this is what's on the show for today. Welcome back, Chucky. A little snippet here of some video or some audio, for the case, of Chucky doing his thing. And this is how he does business. How we love him. I love him. Maybe not everybody, but I love the way he performs, makes the players perform, and boy, he does it in such a classy fashion. Oakland and Alameda have come to a deal to sell the Coliseum property. The county is going to sell it to the city. Wow! What a surprise! This could have changed a lot of things many years ago, but uh, we're going to go into the conspiracy, which is not a theory. Oh, show. Some important dates for this season. I'm going to hit on those as well, and maybe a little bit of this and a little bit of that in this show. It's been a while since I've done it, folks. Give me some room here, because I got to get the cobwebs out, if you know what I'm saying. Alright, our first story. Welcome back, Chucky! stamped his uh, everything on this team. His attitude, his opinions, his way of learning. Everything is coming out his way. And I like it. I like the fact that he makes players become accountable to each other, which is really the, the way a team should be working. I love his coaching staff. I think these guys have got it together way more than our last staff ever could have imagined. Now, don't get me wrong, Del Rio was a nice guy, a great guy. I liked him as a coach. As coaches available, I thought he was the best guy for the job. Uh, turned out he was for a few years. But his lack of experience in coaching and his 
assistant coaches is what got him fired. Uh, He is not a hands-on coach, where John Gruden certainly is a hands, a foot, everything he's got coach. Uh, He is right in there in every aspect, all the way down to the water cooler in the building. I can tell you that for sure. The way he talks to young players, they absorb it like a sponge, and veterans respect him for his tenacity and his ability to to eke out every possibility in every play. He's a crazy, full-of-energy dude, and I think this is what this Raider team has needed, especially in this transition to Las Vegas. Don't get me started. But uh, welcome back, Chucky. I love some of these takes he has. Uh, this is going to show you who he is and what he does. This guy has no favorites. He doesn't He doesn't hide anything. Everything is pretty much right out in the open, which I think is probably the best thing. Welcome back, Chucky. I cannot wait to see you prowling the freaking sidelines and growling at the streaking chat lights and yelling at the referees and screaming at Are you nervous? No, huh? No, really, are you? No. Man, you gotta get a you gotta get a, a cheat sheet or something. That's terrible. That'll kill us. It's okay. It's alright. Is that what you wanna hear? No, man. That's why you get your ass in the uh, meeting room with the receivers at lunchtime every day. Every day. I don't care. I don't care if you like it or not. You know what I mean? You got to know one thing, man. This is the last shot right here. You know what I'm saying? And you're either going to explode onto the scene or you're just going to be like a one of them deals. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm not going to be a real patient guy now. Huddle up. Huddle up. You know what? You're like my wife when you get in space. You just get lost. We're not posing for football cards now, offense. We're not posing for football cards. Let's play with some speed. You start acting like a fullback now. You're breaking huddle like me. Like I don't know what I'm doing. Now, come on. You're a fullback until otherwise. On that dummy spin, I saw him jump off sides. I was trying to get him off sides. I don't want to hear the high snap, low snap, late snap. Get the ball up. Go play. Let's go. How stupid are we? Get some damn sense. What are you talking about? How do you call that? How's that a penalty on us? He said he, did he wiggle the snap? That's no, he didn't wiggle the snap. That's got to be on the NFL Network show. Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your skull? How the hell you call that? Well, call it on Tom Brady, will you? Call it on those guys. I've never seen that in my life. i tell you, why do we have officials? Just up the game. That's holding, man. That is holding. Holding. Take him back. Take him back. I like this ref. Always like this guy. Hey, this is going to be your favorite practice that you've ever had as a football player today. You're just going to love it. You're going to love today. This ain't no beach house now. This ain't no beach house today. This ain't no damn condominium here. Red 98. Get somebody. You ought to be fresh as a damn daisy. Sell it, big boy. Attack. Be a man's man now. Here we go. Oh, I love that play. Love that play. Love it. Love it. Nice. 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 Tiger number 12. That's my favorite play right there. I love that play. Huddle up. Huddle up. 
always the same two guys, man. It's always the same two guys. Do it again. Do it again. We'll finish last in the league in penalties. Call my brother and see how they do it in arena football. That's just concentration, bro. That's just concentration, man. Come on. When are you going to take it to another level for me? Come on. Ho, 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 ho. Santa Claus is here. Huddle up. Every day you build. You put blocks down. You guys ever see a mansion, a big, beautiful mansion? You got to build the foundation, man. That's what we're doing here. Understand that. You got to build the blocks. And you got to put blocks on every day. Stay together and understand that. And remember this. You want to stay in that big, beautiful mansion you built? Do you or not? Yes. You want to stay in that mansion? Yeah. You start laying the blocks. You got to pay the bills, man. You got to pay the rent. All right? Nobody is bigger than this football team. Nobody. We're going to call 200 Jet double stick through. Okay. Kind of like the past 94 punch cat fullback scene. Let's go now. The plays on this script are the plays that are coming. Here's the answers to the test now. I got to start finding out who knows the offense here. I got to find out who knows it. Let's go silver right. 82 Falcon H smash. Give me the zebra. Zebra. Give me tiger. Tiger. Give me eagle. Eagle. Check that. E zebra, zebra, zebra. Freddy, 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 Freddy. Scatter, 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 scatter. Give me triple right. Trips right, wide deep, G2. Use zap to west right tight. F left, fake 99 toss crunch, naked right. Let's go red left slide. Red left slide, F left stop, 83 choice. Red left slide, F left stop, 83, 83 half back choice. You guys like this? You guys like this? Gannon dropping back. He loops one inch on rising. Touchdown. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Come on, almost push yourself now. Wide trade to green right. Fake 62, halfback flip left. Read it now. I have a little personality here now. Come on now. People come to these games. A lot of them have had a few beers, and they make a lot of noise. You know what I mean? So if you just say H3 Stinger, H3 Stringer, Blue 80, Blue 80, said Hut, you're hoping everybody got it. You know? you got to start to become very animated and make sure that everybody gets the check and you're in a rapid process. So, you know, 10 minutes before you go to sleep at night, you ought to make 15 audibles. And I look forward to the days ahead with this organization. Here's Chucky. Woo! We're here at the Coliseum. We're ready to kick some ass. Our philosophy is to win games here, and we're going to do whatever we have to do to win. You got to have the right demeanor, man. You got to have the right demeanor. Break the huddle with the right demeanor all day. You run right by his ass. Scare him to death. Let's go, let's go. Let's go. I got a reputation to try and live up to also. I mean, I am one hot mother. Right there, right there. Had a baby, had a baby. Well done. There's just nothing there. There's just nothing there tonight. Try something else. Back atop the AFC West. This will be their 11th division championship since the merger in 1970. How about those Raiders, man? Yeah. You're never going to get this year back in your life. You're never getting it back, whether you're an eight-time pro bowler or a no-time pro bowler like me. If you're late for work, if you're out of shape, if you're not knowing what to do, you're going to never, ever be able to live with yourself because you guys got a chance to do some good things. Can we win a championship? There's no doubt in your mind. There's no doubt in your mind. There can be no doubt.
I love this guy. I love him. And I can't wait to see him. And you will too. Trust me, if you didn't see him before, you're going to get a whole different approach and appreciation for the Oakland Raiders and this coach, I'm telling you. And that is all I have to say about that. Right, Alameda County is giving it up to Oakland, literally. And this is something I'm sure a lot of people don't give a crap about. I do, because this has been going on for so many years, and every Raider fan that's gone to the Coliseum and paid money to sit down has given a little bit to the city and a little bit to the county. And that has been the whole crux of the problem with the Coliseum property. The uh, Warriors said, bullshit, we're tired of it, we're getting out of here. So they split to a better, greener pasture. Unfortunately for us, lost a great franchise and the ability to build a beautiful complex there in Oakland. Yeah, that's the city of Oakland for you. There are always two or three decades behind every other city Uh, sometimes more. Libby, let me give you my shaft, uh, has not been honest at all, of course, and neither has any other mayor in this whole cavalcade of bullshit that has gone down in Alameda and Oakland. So now that the Raiders are gone, literally they're almost gone, and the Warriors are gone, they're building a stadium elsewhere too, and the little old A's, which didn't say nothing, but were a crux in this whole problem, now have their their fair share of whatever they want. They're, the, the, the city is cowing to one team, which they were all the time. They always loved the A's, and they, they wanted to screw the Raiders and the Warriors. Well, there you go. The, the Oakland City finally got what they wanted. They got an A's team that may or may not stay there. Uh, I hope they leave just for Oakland's face. But uh, I like the A's. I want them to stay there. I hope they build a stadium there for them. But it wasn't until the Raiders uh, signed a contract that now Alameda County is, oh, well, we'll sell you the property. We'll sell the property to the city. This is the whole problem with the whole stadium complex to begin with. They never wanted the Raiders here. They never wanted the Warriors here. And they're putting up with the A's here just to save a little bit of face. Let's get down to the facts. Facts are the county could have sold this property a million times over to the city Even for a dollar, they'd have made money. The county will make tax revenue on all the new businesses and condos and all the other bullshit they're going to build on that property that we've been partying at every Sunday for a few years now, don't you think? That's going to be condos, going to be buildings, going to be this, going to be that, light industrial. All that, my friends, is tax revenue, which both the city and the county will cannot wait with their greedy little ineffective uh, uh, governments to manage. Uh, They're going to get that money and blow it, just like they've blown every other dollar that they've ever had. City of Oakland's most mismanaged city uh, in the United States. I can put them up against Detroit, even. They are the worst city (laughs) in the state of California and in the nation uh, as far as taking care of business. It's... That's why they are Oakland. 
That's why they're staying Oakland, and that's why when you hear Oakland, you don't think very positive things. So what's happening here is the Raiders are going. That opened the door for the county to sell. They might even sell the property for a buck to the city because they're all going to make a few dollars out of it. And this is just the tearing the scab off the wound uh, just to see what's underneath it. And uh, what's underneath it is what was there. I said it was there. And now you can plainly see the buffoonery that is the city of Oakland and the county of Alameda. And that is all I have to say about that. Well, here's an interesting little fact, too. Uh, John Gruden has actually dismantled our team. They took a lot of guys, got rid of them, got rid of Crabtree, got rid of Marquette King, which I think is going to come back and kick us in the ass, literally. <laughs> Not figuredy, because he, he went to the Broncos. So every time they play us, that's twice a year, folks, you'll see Marquette King, one of my very favorite players. He is going to put the ball in the perfect spot. Uh, hopefully the rest of the team sucks, but I can tell you this, their kicker is awesome. Our, it used to be our kicker, that's why. Uh, I don't know what happened there, but I think we're going to be missing Marquette King. Other than that, we have more than 15 veterans that Chucky's brought in. I think we've we've gotten rid of 24 players. Uh, our, our roster is packed with 90-plus right now, and of course we have to drop that down to 53. Uh, I think the thing that I've been reading about, the veterans ask better questions because they understand the game better. They understand aspects of the plays better. And the other thing that is happening here in the Raiders is the playbook is insane. It's huge. Let's go green, right, X. Shift the Viper right. Green, right, X. Green, right, X. Shift the Viper right. 382 X stick looky. Here we go, guys. Green right X. Shift to Viper right. 382 Y stick looky. I'm one. X stick looky. I'm one. Let's go scatter to west right tight. F left. 372 Y stick Z spot. Here we go. Scatter to west right tight. F left. 382 Y stick. <laughs> Christ. Just go scatter to west right tight. F left. 372 Y stick Z spot. Here we go. Scatter. Say it again. I'm. Scatter to west, right, tight. F left. 372 Y stick Z spot. Here we go. Scattered to west, right, tight. Scattered to west, right, tight. F left. 382. 372. 372. Y stick Z spot. Z spot. I don't want to break. Christ. Huh? I'm the problem. Might make you nervous, aren't I? No, I just couldn't spit it out. And when Gruden says you play from the shoulders up, I can see why. Because it's very complicated. Uh, I hope they can get this. It's going to be a tough first year because there's a lot to know, and there's going to be a lot yelling, screaming until they get this playbook down. They will. It'll be a little bumps and bruises along the way, but uh, I, I, John Gruden's got the right idea. I've been saying this for years, that you have to get smart players, and I know when they when they drafted Jamarcus Russell, um, I knew we were doomed because he was an absolute idiot and actually still is, him and his purple drank. You know, you have to 
you have to coach up and hire and, and draft players with good heads, good memories, good brains, people who studied in school, people who understand the concepts of, of a book and what it means to read. Uh, I think this is what John has brought to this team. He's brought some sharpness. He's brought some gray matter. And because they're going to need it for this playbook. I'm telling you right now, it ain't no easy peasy uh, playbook like they had last couple seasons. Um, no, there's more expectations because there's more to know. And I think that's going to show up uh, this year. We're going to see a whole bunch of different things. I'll tell you one thing we'll see for sure is we're going to see a whole lot more running the ball. We're going to see more runs than we've seen in the last five years, uh, which is good, I think. Uh, they've got the players to do so, but we're going to see a lot of running. Uh, we saw a lot of running last time with this guy. So I think the playbook's very complicated. I think we have the right players. It'll take a few years to get the total right players, but um, we got a good start. Got a good start on veterans, got a good start on young young talent, and I think John has a good plan uh, to get this playbook and everybody's melon. That's right. So instead of playing from the shoulders down, which is the old way, uh, John's bringing in the shoulders up thing. And uh, you don't don't get me wrong, you got to have talent uh, too on top of that. So uh, yeah, I think you took a, a little bit out of Bill Belichick's uh, playbook, to be honest with you, because that's what he hires: good thinkers, guys that can think and play. That's a tough order in this league. So I'm happy about this year. I cannot wait to see the first preseason games. It's going to be a snapshot of our future. So you look at that and see how that goes. I'm excited, like I said, and that is all I have to say about that. So let's look at some important dates coming up here, folks. Here's an important date for you. July 16th, which is coming up tomorrow. <laughs> or pretty close, a couple days from now. There's a lot of talk about Khalil Mack's contract, blah, 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 blah. Kind of a popcorn fart, if you ask me. They're going to pay him for sure. You know, I don't, I'm going to rant right now. I don't understand how a basketball team could pay $170 million to a, a middle player. Like a guy that's not certainly too important 120 million 70 million and it gets done and football it's like pulling teeth aren't they making any money the last time i looked the nfl was the most richest professional league in the world they have more money they have more access they have more everything they have their own police department for crying out loud and you're going to tell me that we're having a hard time signing players that's a tough one for me to swallow I think Jim, I think Max contract will be handled. It'll it's being handled right now. They're going to get it done. Uh, we all knew this was coming down the road with Carr and Mac, uh, Cooper. Which you know, another rent. If Pooh Cooper doesn't stand up this year and stop dropping passes, I hope they trade that kid. He's a talent. Uh, he's still got talent. But man, if he doesn't show up this season. I think they should get rid of him. 
he's, he is a, a great dynamic player, but man, you can't make plays if you can't hold on to the freaking football. So uh, Cooper, I got my eye on that kid for sure. Uh, there's a couple other guys I really like in this team. I'm going to hit that in the next show. Uh, I like who's here a lot. Uh, I think the players complement each other in a lot of different ways. We have some mystery players. I mean, we got rid of Cordell Patterson, which I didn't understand either, but maybe he doesn't fit in the system. I don't know how. He's a talented athlete, but he's also gone. Uh, things are going to be a lot different, Raider Nation. Trust me on this one for sure. So August 15th is the, is the date you have to have all your franchise tag players all sign the one-year deal and all that crap. I don't think we're going to get there with Mac. Um, I hope not because that's a real bad sign as far as the organization is concerned. Now, in August, we're playing all our preseason games. Now, I'm uh, being a little surgery. I'm having a little surgical procedure done here in August. going to be tough for me to make a couple of those games, but I'm going to do my best. Trust me. That's how. That's the way it rolls uh, this year. August is all preseason, all four games. If you're looking for tickets to see a game, if you're not sure if you want to pay all the money, and you want to see a game, go to the preseason game. This is a year where it's not just preseason. You're going to see our team, our new playbook, our new coach. It's very exciting, man. I, If I were you, I wanted to come to a game. I'd make a preseason game. It's going to be cheaper, and uh, you're going to see what we're up to. Uh, that would be my advice to anybody who hasn't, hasn't got season tickets. I'd go to preseason this year. It's worthy. September 1st. 53-man roster has to be in place. Of course, they'll have 10 men extra for a practice squad. And that'll be our team for 2018, folks. And in one more important date would be October 14th, which is the Seahawks versus the Raiders in London, England. If you haven't got your flight or whatever, I understand that because, hell, they don't even have the tickets available because the stadium is still not built <laughs> it seems to be a raider tradition of late that we're trying to go to stadiums that aren't finished for crying out loud and hell i don't even know if the raiders are going to be here next year they might play at unlv for crying out loud that's another subject however uh tottenham stadium that they're building over there in good old england is not finished it will be i hope it's pretty uh <laughs> They're working on it hard, but they don't have the tickets up for sale yet, even. So um, I bought tickets. My wife and I are going to London. But, uh, hey, man, <laughs> if there's no tickets for sale, we might just make the trip for the hell of it. To see the Crusader Raider and his family and friends uh, over there would be well worth it uh, for for me, for sure. But um, they'll get it together. I'm positive. It's just a little cluster, uh, which is, you know, par for the course with the Raiders of late. And incidentally, uh, talking about a new stadium, the Vegas stadium is moving right along, and so are the numbers, for crying out loud. The numbers for the seat sales, I know everyone's been waiting with their $100 deposits, so if you're a, <laughs> if you're a club member, 
and you want to sit in the club in Las Vegas, you're going to pay twenty to $75,000 per seat just for the PSL. That's right, folks. Twenty grand to $75,000 per seat. It can be financed, however, for 24 years. I think that's what it is. 24 years loan. You got to give a third of it up front. Uh, that's a hefty tag. Um, I ain't paying it, but some people are, and I understand that. I, I, hell, if I had the money, I'd probably do it, honestly, but I don't have the money, so I can't. But, man, it's going to be a pricey day. That's the PSLs for the club section. They're going to open up the rest of it here pretty soon. I'll get you some prices as soon as I find out. Uh, but I know one thing, it ain't cheap. Uh, it's not going to be cheap to see a game in Las Vegas. Don't get me started. Um, I think our home field advantage has gone out the crapper window. I know that to be true almost 100% because you ain't going to fill that thing up with Raider fans every Sunday. Uh, that's for sure. Um, I hope I'm wrong, but man, it sure doesn't look like it. I hope there's a lot more wealthy Raider fans out there than I think. Uh, but the regular guy, the working guy, the guy that goes to work from 8 to 5, trying to feed the kids, take care of the dog, all that stuff, I don't know about that one. I don't think that's going to be happening uh, like it has been at the Coliseum in Oakland. It will be a sad day when they close those gates for the very last game. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, let's get to our one bone line phone call. Now we've got a couple. We got a couple of people that are just diehards hanging in there. <laughs> so we're gonna get those on there and we're gonna get to you. And hopefully I have answers to some of these questions like, what the hell have you been doing? Well I can tell you I've been doing a lot of uh, home stuff <laughs> for sure because I've been home. So let's get to the bone line. 1-800-620-7181. Let's get on it, people. Let's not sit around and have fun this summer. Let's not go to the beach. Let's not have a picnic or barbecue. <laughs> Hell yes, you are. The Raiders don't start playing here for a little while. But uh, we'll all get hooked back together again as soon as the first game happens. I can't wait. I love the Raider Nation. I cannot wait to be back in the Coliseum for our first game. So let's get to these phone calls, shall we? And our first caller, some time ago, mind you, is Raider AC. Right beneath Mount Hood, the Oregonian is Raider Nation. What's up, brother? Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider AC out here in Sandy, Oregon, the base of Mount Hood. I was just listening to the free agent uh, edition here of your podcast, and uh, you made me kind of chuckle when you said, guys, call in. I know it's summer and everything. I'm driving a tractor and a couple trailers through the mountains on packed snow and ice. So that gave me a little kick. <laughs> Anyways. I just wanted to give my little two cents on a few free agents. And, uh, of course, the big one, Marshawn Lynch. I think he's still got something left if he's more dedicated and willing to, to put in the work. I'd love to have him back. Uh, Crabtree, 
I'm kind of up in the air with Crabtree. I would say if we could get Allen Robinson from Jacksonville, I'd let Crabtree walk. I think he's younger, he's better, and that'd be an awesome addition. Um, uh, as far as defense goes, you know, I know uh, you got Justin Ellis coming up. I don't think he's that good. He just kind of stands there, can't move. I would re-sign Danico Autry. I think he's got a lot of potential, and he's, and he's pretty good. Um, Bruce Irvin, it just depends on what else is out there. Um, he's productive sometimes, but not enough, really. But but he's pretty good. Um, who else? You know, we cut Emerson. Sean Smith really only works if uh, if he's in a perfect match of a bigger guy, a bigger, slower guy. So that's how I feel about him. As far as TJ Carey goes, I like him. He's been around for a while. He's he's okay. I think someone's going to overpay for him. If he comes back at the right price tag, I, I, I would love to see him stay. You know, of course, Reggie Nelson needs to go away. He should have went away two years ago. That guy is terrible. Anyways, I don't want to get too much more into everything else. Just wanted to say what's up and uh, welcome back, Chucky. Go Raiders. Well, I know it was uh, spring at the time. It's summer now. It's probably hot there, I would think. <laughs> Who knows? There might be snow. Well, Reggie Nelson is still here, bro. So is Ellis. Crabtree's gone. Let me just go through some of the guys that we have picked up. I will go over the transactions here. And then we'll do a little talking about it because Gruden's setting up something real different. You know, he's signing fullbacks like Ryan Juracek, okay? And as far as as um, Irvin goes, I think that Irvin's there this year for Arden Key. Arden Key uh, needs to train under this guy because I think uh, he's long in the tooth like you're right. He does do well and then not so well in the same game. What can I say? But... Uh, a guy named Frosty Rutker. What could you ask for more than that? For me, it's easy to pronounce. Uh, yeah, Nelson's here. Smith's gone. TJ Carey's gone. Amerson's gone. Seems like our, the best part of our defensive backs is gone. But at the same time, uh, we've signed quite a few. I mean, our roster right now is pretty crazy. We have uh, three quarterbacks. Four running backs, one, two, three, five fullbacks. We have like 18 wide receivers. We have seven tight ends, two centers. We got a bunch of guards, what, 12? We have tackles. We got ten, uh, nine tackles. Defensive ends, we have a lot. Our linebackers were loaded. So we have a many, many guys in the same position to hopefully pull out the very best. Derek Johnson, acquisition from Kansas City, I think is going to be on the field all game, every game, as long as he can stay healthy. Um, I don't see that changing. We kept Kowser. I thought he was good. We kept Shanique Calhoun. He's still here. Um, so I think Eddie Vanderdose also is still here. 
But with the addition of Maurice, Hurst, and some other guys, I think you're starting to see the Gruden team. A different defense. A different offense than we've seen in a very long time. And the players we have here still, uh, we're going to see a lot of changes next year too until he gets the balance correct on this roster. But I'm excited, bro. I'm excited about the Gruden era, as you are. Thanks for the call some time ago. And our next caller is Raider Jim from the East Coast. That's right. I'm getting it done, folks. I'm sorry, but uh, I'm getting it done. (laughs) What's up, Jim? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Jim calling from the East Coast. And, man, I was just pleasantly surprised when I saw that you guys did a podcast and came up on my phone. I was like, well, cool. Greg and Randy are still at it, even in the offseason. I was glad to see that, man, because I know you were you were toying with the idea of hanging it up after the Raiders – made the decision to move to Vegas. But I'm glad you're still doing your show, man. And, yeah, it's off season and not that much to talk about, but glad you're going to be doing a podcast when there is news. By the time you air this podcast, who knows, we may have landed a big free agent name or, or not. We'll see what happens in free agency. <clears throat> but thanks for doing the podcast, man. Keep talking about this stuff because it uh, kind of fills in the void uh, between – football seasons i'm fired up about gruden too i know you are looking forward to 2018 i think we're going to see improvement Um, i'm cautiously optimistic so anyway greg thanks man for doing the podcast it's it's good even in the off season you do a great job Uh, appreciate that laugh too man you got an infectious laugh so keep laughing keep keep uh keep it on the light side when you can and uh, just love it, man. All right. God bless the Raider Nation. Talk to you next time. Well, thank you, Brother Jim. I appreciate it. I know I've been quite flaky, really, when it comes to this stuff. I'm just coming on right now. Uh, we haven't even started training camp yet, but that's where I'm going to start really doing my shows again. I'm going to go through camp, see who's doing well, who's not. we got 90 players here that we're going to have to figure out what the hell's going on. We have 23 new guys. So it's just like last season or the season before when, you know, we had a new coaching staff and we did a big change. But I'm looking forward to Gruden, man. I'm telling you, this guy is so intense and insane that he's brought a light bulb to a dark place. And we're going to see some improvement. Uh, We're going to see some different football. It'll be refreshing and exciting. (laughs) Uh, And that's not it. There's more. No, we're going to do good this year, bro. And I appreciate your your positives. I appreciate your comments. Uh, Randy and I both do, bro. We'll talk to you soon. Our next caller out of Texas, Raider Zen. He's in the house. He's concerned. What are you concerned about, brother? Raider Nation. This is Raider Zen. And that's X hailing out of Austin, Texas. And I, I just heard the news about Sammy Watkins, and, and I have to be honest, I'm a little concerned um, when I think about the Chiefs starting offensive pieces. I mean, the number one tight end, Travis Kelsey, the number one wide receiver, Tariq Hill, 
and the number one running back, Kareem Hunt. And now you pair Sammy Watkins on a three-year deal. Oh, man, I just have some concerns. And you know what? And also, I've seen Patrick Mahomes when he played at Tech, and you know what? He's got a nice little arm. He can he can move. Um, and I feel like if he is, you know, 60% of what they think he might be, we are still going to be in a little bit of concern. So um, just wanted to, you know, give, give a moment of pause so you guys could just kind of think about that, that KC might really um, really be looking to run the tables this year again in the West. Um, so I'm really hoping – you know, Chucky has a few ideas on how to how to slow down that offense. Um, I also saw that uh, Case Keenum is going to probably sign with the with the Ponies. Um, so there's there's also that. So you know, Broncos will probably have a little more consistent play. I mean, I just feel like there's a lot of movement, and and again, the AFC West is going to be the most difficult division. So I, I hope we have our ducks in a row and our ish together. All right, y'all. Y'all continue to be good humans. Raiders out. My Raider brother, let me just tell you what I think about the Chiefs moves this offseason. Wah, 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 wah. I don't care about the Chiefs. I know they got Watkins. They got all kinds of stuff. They got a brand new, shiny, virgin quarterback. I'm glad. He can be 80% of what they say. We have to beat them to go to the playoffs. It's a bump in the road. This is the toughest division, and we've been in it for many years. I understand your feelings about the Chiefs and their acquisitions, and they got a new quarterback, bro. That in its own brings all kinds of issues. Now, he could be great. He could take him to the Super Bowl in the first year. You never know. But I'm not worried about Kansas City. I'm not even worried about Denver. And I haven't been worried about San Diego for a long time. What I am worried about is how are we going to stack all these trophies in that trophy case? Because I think John Gruden's smart enough to have visited the Bronco Hoes and the uh, <coughs> Chiefs and the Nutless Boltless Chargeless Chargers enough times while he was an announcer to figure those guys out, bro. I... I'm telling you, I don't have any worries about any other division rival at all. I think he knows all these guys. I think he understands who's who's who and who's what. And we just got to play better than everybody else. That's the name of the game. And I think we're gonna, brother. Don't worry about the Chiefs, man. Don't worry about the Broncos. Just focus on the Raiders. And uh, you're going to be all right, man, because Gruden's turning this ship. And it's going to be loaded for bear. Trust me, bro. Thanks for the call, man. And right from the smoggy streets of L.A. Just kidding, bro. Raider Bray is in the house. Love this guy. What's happening, brother? Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Bray in L.A. And I'm just hanging in the doldrums of the offseason. And I'm thinking about our um, couple of moves that they made. Looks like we're going to keep Lynch, which I'm good with. Uh, got Jordy Nelson, which uh, I think that's pretty hip. Uh, if he's still got some gas in the tank, he, I think he's a great player. Uh, kind of sad that they let Crabtree go, but I guess we can't have uh, too many wide receivers. 
And uh, kind of sad they let Cordell Patterson go. I liked him, I, even though he wasn't used a whole lot. Um, guy was a great return, and I think he had potential as a receiver and a back. But uh, I guess he's going with the Patriots. Looks like they're trying to shore up uh, the defense a bit with a linebacker and a, and a cornerback. Um, I forget what their names were, but um, so it looks like we're heading in the right direction. Can't wait for the, the draft day and all that stuff, but uh, just hanging in the doldrums of offseason, waiting for football. Uh, this is Raider Bray calling from L.A. on a beautiful day, and I'm out. Well, first, thanks for the call, brother. And Sharice White is the guy I think you're thinking about. Yeah, they brought him in. I think he's going to be a good addition. Uh, Roshan Melvin also. Uh, it looks like he's pretty good. He's got six years in the league. So, you know, I think John has done a good job of firming up our linebacker core and really paying attention to the defense, which we really didn't do much of last season. I mean, P.J. Hall... I'm looking at some pretty Arden Key. I have a lot of hope in that kid. Uh, Mario Edwards Jr., it's his fourth season. He should be picking it up a little bit. Um, and so we've got some good players. And uh, I think I think on defense, we're going to see a huge improvement. And we really haven't seen that in a few seasons, right? So I'm glad that we kind of moved and shook stuff around. I know we had some good players, but it doesn't matter. In the long run, it's how these players play together as a team and how smart they are with the playbook. That's it. So I appreciate the call, brothers. Certainly, I have fun in L.A. Of course, I wish I was there. It's a fun place to be, especially at the beach. All right, brother. Thanks for the call, man. Our next caller, the Raider Disciple from Orange County, behind the Orange Curtain, and I know what you know about that. So what's up, brother? Hey, Raider Nation. This is the Raider Disciple out here in Orange County, California. Just want to speak on the uh, free agency frenzy now that uh, all the smoke and dust is cleared. You know, we got some pretty solid pickup guys, you know. Um, kind of got a little old overnight. I'm not really happy about that. Uh, hopefully, Rudman is asking to get the best out of what's left out of them. I, I could be jumping to conclusions or you know, I mean, I know we didn't have the money to make some big-name free agent splashes, but maybe this is a temporary thing since the team just got approved today to move to Vegas for sure in 2020. should be cutting the ribbon, so maybe they're going to have an influx of money then to rebuild again because I could see them doing this all over again in two years. I mean, the majority of these guys probably must have maybe two years at the most. Um, my only hope now is that uh, – they knock it out of the park with uh, their picks in for, I'm sorry, in the draft. That they really gonna have to hit on three, at least four of these players to come in and play now. So, um, not 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 a bad roster, but you know, a little long in the tooth. And I'm sure you're not gonna have a whole lot of discipline problems with them and people acting a fool and stuff like that. But you know, sometimes with the addition of subtracting some of the players, a little attitude goes a long way too, and then it could hurt you as well um hopefully everybody's doing well um i can't wait to hear the feedback on this hopefully i'm not being too negative i'm just not blown away so everybody have a great day and a happy easter okay bye now well first of all brother thank you for the phone call i appreciate it i know it's a long time ago easter for crying out loud really 
<laughs> anyway, bro, I was looking at that and seeing who's long in the two. So I looked down the roster and I see Marshawn Lynch, 11 seasons. Jordy Nelson, 11 seasons. Jared Cook, 10 seasons. So those three guys alone have a huge amount of talent and I believe have a huge amount left uh, to carry us through at least this year. Now let me go go on here. Um, let's see, there's another couple guys here. Donald Penn. I don't know if he's even going to be around uh, maybe this year. Um, Athaba Rubin. He's a defensive tackle, 11 years out of Iowa State. Uh, Frosty Rucker. He just brought him in, 13 seasons. Derek Johnson, the linebacker from Kansas City, 14 years. Leon Hall. He's a cornerback, 11 years out of Michigan. So, and then of course, Reggie Nelson, 12 years. Those are quite a few guys in key positions with some age on them, I must admit. But just hearing their names and thinking about their performance, just think last year. Lynch came in kind of cold, and halfway through the season, it seemed to me he started playing football. So I think that'll start off quicker this year. I think we've improved in a lot of areas. I think our team looks better. We got 90 guys in the squad. It's going to squish down pretty quick. Uh, Gruden's not going to mess around. And as far as two years, yeah, I see that too. I see we're looking for the right guys to fulfill these older positions. And hey, the guys we drafted two years ago, four years ago, eight years ago, uh, there's a couple of those guys still on the roster. Those guys are developing. I think our team is going in the right place. I think you're right about two years. But uh, it's going to be less and less every year because I think you're going to fill up those spots, uh, except for the backup guys. That's my opinion. Appreciate your call, bro, as always. And our next caller is Johnny Utah. (laughs) I love it, bro. What's up? Hello, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is John Utah from, yes, you guessed it, Utah. Ogden, Utah to be exact. Anyway, uh, man, I'm just looking at all that Gruden's doing, and I can't decide if I'm excited or concerned. <laughs> we have basically a third of a new team in free agency. Um, you know, we let go of Marquette King. Our best punters in the league. Um, they let go of Crabtree. So I thought, you know, maybe to do a good blaster, but he's a great player still. Um, the only thing I can get out of everything is that he's trying to change the culture. He's trying to uh, get more Gruden esque kind of guys in there that uh, can do what he wants and be good locker room people. That kind of a thing. That's all I can get out of this. Really excited to see what they're going to do a free agency. I want to trust Chucky. Love Chucky. Extremely excited that he's our coach. So I'm just going to have to have some faith and, and believe they know what they're doing. Love to hear your take on this and uh, what you think about what they've done so far. Anyway, love you, Raider Nation. You guys do a great job. Keep it up. And I am out. My good Raider brother from Utah. Well, hopefully this will clear it up for you because this is how I think about it, which doesn't mean anything really. 
But as far as Marquette King goes, we know he's a free spirit, bro. Picked up the flag, had some things go on. He was very animated. And I think this is how the conversation went with John Gruden in the office when he had him come in. John Gruden goes, well, Marquette King, best punter in the league, top three guy, averaging 52 yards per kick. You're quite a guy, aren't you? Yes, sir, I am. Well, you know, I'll tell you what. In that time you've been here, you've racked up uh, 68, 72, whatever, 115 yards of penalties as a kicker. You know the next guy in the league, as far as penalty goes, as a kicker? He's the 31st guy, and he's no longer in the league. So i got to ask you, I have a Raider way of doing things, and my Raider way is that our kicker does not cause us to go backwards ever. So can you do that for me and not have all these escapades? And Marquette King said, well, I don't know, Coach. I'm just a free spirit. I'm doing my thing. And the coach said, okay, we got a good opinion. We figured it out. I'll talk to you later. And that was the end. I think that's the kind of conversation that might have happened. Not sure, but I think that's how Gruden thinks. He doesn't want to lose an inch to an opponent. This is the mentality of our coach. If it costs us a penalty, I got to get out. I got to cut it out of the team. It's got to go. We're not going in the right direction. We have, you know, this is his mentality. And as far as Crabtree, here's another guy. So Crabtree last season, took himself out of games, brother. He told the coach, I'm not playing anymore. Are you hurt? No. I just ain't playing. You know, forget this game. So he took himself out of the game a couple times. You you probably remember those games because I remember going, where's Crabtree? What happened? He's out of the game. Is he injured? I don't know. And John Gruden doesn't go for that at all. He doesn't want anybody ever on his roster coming up to him. I can't, I'm not going to play anymore. Really? How much are you getting paid, son? That's John Gruden's attitude as well. And I got to tell you, I love Marquette King. Crabtree made some epic catches for us, but we got to move on because it doesn't fit with what is happening with the Raiders. And as much as I love Marquette King, and you guys know that because I've he, I did his first professional interview. Still, I understand totally where we're going with this ship. And it's John's way, or let's just put it better. It's not John Gruden's way. It's the Raider way. Okay? I hate to even say this. It makes me sick to my stomach. But the Patriot way is Belichick's thing. That's their whatever they're doing over there. This is Gruden's team. But it's the Raider way of doing business, of playing, of thinking, of behaving on and off the field. Listen, it's going to get very intense on this team in the next few years because there ain't no buffoonery going down, just like there's none accepted in Patriot country. I'm telling you, it's modeled after the same thing. I'm 90% sure of it. Appreciate the call, bro. I hope that answered your question. And our next caller is Dun 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 Raider Steve in Vegas. He's my good brother. I'm loving it. If anyone deserves to have the Raiders there, it's Raider Steve. He is truly Raider Nation. What is happening, my brother? Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Steve Vegas. 
figured I'd give a call. It's been a while. Um, dude, I'm so stoked that John Gruden's coming back. Uh, you know, I re- read another article today about, like, why we cut Marquette King and everything. And, you know, at first it bothered me because he's a great punter and everything. But, you know, even when Del Rio came in, he got rid of a lot of players that were bad influences. But to us, the fans on the field, you know, they, they looked like they were doing great. That, I don't remember his name, but that linebacker that uh, he ran out in the middle of the field with Mac, and they did a thing. We almost got the offsides, but thank God, uh, Tuck brought it back. You know, called a timeout. Um, that type of stuff, man. So Del Rio, you know, he cleaned it out, and now I think you know it got away from him a little bit. He got a little cocky. He lost the locker room, and now Gruden, he's just cleaning up. I mean, he's. Uh, He's bringing in a lot of older guys, but I like his reasoning behind that. It's like he's bringing in a work ethic, you know. Um, a lot of guys I've never even heard of. Um, so I hope he's right. You know, my concern is that, uh, like Vermeil did with the Rams before they won the Super Bowl a couple of times, he overworked them. You know, he came back in the league, and then he overworked his players. So they were exhausted by the time the season started. And I think they went 8-8 eight and eight one or two years before they won the Super Bowl because – Vermeil finally let off. And that that's my concern with Gruden. And, uh, even if he doesn't overwork him, I think the playbook is going to be really hard for the entire team to, you know, get under. Even when Del Rio came in and we had Musgrave, you know, we went 7-9 and nine because, you know, they, they just uh, it wasn't clicking on all cylinders. And then year two is when it really hit. So and I would love to go to the playoffs and do something this year, but I'm trying to keep um, an even keel. And just say, you know, either way, man, I'm a hypocrite if I say, look, I've been wanting Gruden back forever, and I'm not the only one. So regardless what happens, he's not going anywhere. Uh, So I'm just trying to keep an even keel, man. And I I really do hope that he can turn it around really quick. I mean, we have tons of talent, but it's going to be on Carr and our leaders of our team to pick up that offense, to pick up everything that Gruden's teaching, because I guarantee – it's going to be way harder than what Del Rio was doing last year. And I'm not going to comment on Musgrave because, you know, obviously um, he did a great job compared to what we had last year. Um, and I think the players kind of complained about that, and then they got rid of Musgrave, and you see what happened. So if they didn't like Musgrave because he, you know, his playbook and how hard he worked them, they're really not going to like Gruden. So I, I think there's going to be an adjustment period, man, and maybe some more players are going to have to go. Um, also, we need to sign Mac, but I don't know if $65 million guaranteed is going to fly because forty million, Carr only got $40 million, so I don't know, man. Um, I hope they work that out. I know, I mean, Mac needs to be a lifelong Raider. Um, anyways, man, I can't wait for the draft. It's going to be super interesting. I can't wait for the season. Hopefully make it out to the game this year. Um, I'll see you soon, brother. I'm out. That is funny, bro, that you say you've been wanted Gruden back forever. I remember having a conversation, and and you said Gruden, and I told you no because he was happy in the booth. I remember this conversation. So, and here he is. Good for you because I wanted him back just as much as you did. I agree with you on one hand. He's not going to be able to overwork the players because the contract is keeping him from doing it. And he's pissed about it because he complains about it every interview. He always says, I wish we could do more reps. I wish we could do more of this. We're not hitting each other. So 
He's frustrated because he cannot work them that hard. Good for them, maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, I think the playbook, however, is correct. I think it is pretty complex. And it's going to take some guys a little while before they get it. But also, you have to understand, the playbook is not something he pulled out of his ass. No, man, he's been working on this playbook every time he went into a different team and watched some film and saw how these plays worked. And he said, I got to have this one. I got to have those. This is how many I can have. And these guys better learn it. And that's why with uh, Orange County, um, the Raider Disciples said the same thing, that uh, they're going to get rid of a bunch of these players in two years. That's why. Because a lot of these players are not going to be able to play up to that standard. And that standard is going to be the Raider way. And we're going to need a lot more intelligent and highly skilled players. Uh, they cost money. And you don't draft them every time. But you got to be close to drafting them every time. And that's the plan. I think that's the plan. That would be my idea anyway. But I, I'm cautiously optimistic too. I just know we're going to see some exciting, different football. Uh, different than we've seen in probably five seasons, maybe more. Um, but better. Better, harder. It's going to be a different energy. Uh, you got to get out here to see a game, bro. I can't wait. Please do. Uh, let me know if you need tickets or whatever. I'll try to work what I can do. But it'd be great to see you. And I love love hearing from you. And God bless that family of yours. Uh, great thing for you. Uh, thanks for the call, bro. And our next caller, my good brother, the Pomona Raider. What's up, brother? Yo, what's up, Raider Nation? What's up, Raider Greg? Raider Randy? What's going on, man? Was on your website, seeing you guys need some uh, some callers to call in. So, uh, I mean, where you guys at? So I just call see what's going on. Um, here at work, and it's about 11 o'clock at night, and I hope to hear a podcast from you guys soon. It's what gets me through the night. Anyways, um, I don't know what to talk about. Uh, draft is about two weeks away. I want to know who do you guys think we should draft. Um, I'm all over the board on who I hope we could draft, who I wish we could draft. In the end, we all don't know. So... Um, but if you can, if you give a chance, <clears throat> uh, why don't you come on here and just spit some bullshit? <laughs> you know, tell me who you think, Raider Greg, we should we should have. You know, defensive tackle, right tackle, linebacker, safety, corner. You know, what do you think about each one of them? What the draft pundits have been saying. Uh, so you know, max contract. I mean, uh, Greg Popper was on the radio. I didn't hear the clip because. Like I said, you know, we're, you know, I'm the Pomona right I'm from Southern California, so you know, I don't get the clips from 95-7 a game. But I guess Gray Popple was saying, don't worry about it. Uh, he's going to be a Raider for life. Um, so uh, you guys, I mean, Raider Randy does a really excellent job sprinkling in some uh, some news articles, some you know, little sounds, you know, from different from around the the league, and uh, you know, so we miss that stuff. So come on, man. Man, all the other Raider podcasts are popping up like freaking ants around a piece of candy on a hot sunny day. So, you know, still loyal like a lot of us are. So come on, man. You've had a good damn near two-month break, I think it is. I think the last uh, 
episode was, I think, in February. So get off your hands, Raider Greg. Let's go. I know you're fishing, but fuck that. Come on. You got a lot of loyal customers out here, you know? Like you, you serve us cracking shit, man. So get on the line and, and shoot, some bull, shoot some bullshit. Shit, man, some of us loyal ones. I mean, I know I've only been listening to you guys for four years or so, but there's plenty of guys that are before me. But shit, man, give us a call. If they want to take your pass away and they don't want to respect the, the man that you are, the, the, the Mr. Raider that you are, the, the first original, longest-lasting podcast out there, then shit, man, you got my number. Shoot me a call. Let me and you bullshit and let everybody else hear it, hear it you know? So, you know, or call some of the other, the other guys, you know? Obi-Wan Raider and, uh, I don't know, all these other guys. Shit, man, I even heard uh, that one dude, uh, man, Money Man. He's on another podcast. I heard him on another podcast calling in. So uh, give us a call, you know? Let's do a little like a little chat. Let's see what other people's opinions are on, on who we have and, and who might we draft and how they would fit in and you know, how do we how do we like the way our coaching staff, you know, is going. I just had they had uh Minko Fitzpatrick, the all you can do safety corner from Alabama on um NFL network earlier. And guess who called in and talked to him? Charles Woodson. And they compared him to Charles Woodson. And you know what I I was like, that's a damn good comparable because Charles Woodson was, could do anything. Hey, throw him in the slot. Match him against the best corners out there. I mean, I mean, the best receiver out there. Let him play safety. Real knowledgeable. Nick Saban actually said that this dude is, uh, uh, you know, one of the best, if not the best, Alabama player that he's ever coached. And because that's, he's one of the only ones, from what I read the other day, one of the only ones that they would ask to sit in on the, uh, the, the, the um, film rooms with the coaches to see what he had to say, let him study. He was, he's that smart. Who does that remind you of? Charles Woodson, you know? That's who we need in the backfield. I love how Carl, Carl Joseph, he's a good dude. He ain't what we need back there, though. Obi Ballon Fondle, I don't know what he's got yet, you know? But, uh, you know, maybe this dude right here is so cerebral, cerebral smart, he could run our defense from the back end, get everybody lined up the way Charles Woodson did. So... I don't know. Tell me what you think about that. I think that'd be awesome. There's only three players to win the uh, the Thorpe Award and uh, ah, I forgot the other guy's name. There's two two awards for the best defensive back in uh, in college. And Charles Wilson was the first one. Patrick Peterson was the second one. And now Minka Fitzpatrick was the third one. Now I do. Well, I want I want a nose tackle or a defensive tackle, you know, or a rushing defensive end or even a linebacker. Um, you know, but hey, if this is one of those, you know, uh, what are they called, uh, generational players, that's who we should get. So let's get them. All right, Raider Nation, I'm out. Well, my Raider brother, first of all, I love it. <laughs> Fuck that fishing, bro. No, I've been doing a lot of fishing. <laughs> uh been remodeling my house listen man i got a wife she needs she has needs like new doors and cabinets and crazy stuff man it's crazy when you're working on your house you just don't want to go into another room to do stuff like a podcast it's crazy long story short i'm here uh, i hear what you're saying the draft 
I just don't think this was a strong draft in general, man. I wasn't excited about anybody, really. I knew that we were too far away to get any of the top talent, but I'm glad we did what we did. We backed up, we went forward, backed up, went forward, acquired picks. I was smart. I think what we did was smart. I don't think it was the best draft. Now, you want to know about linebacker? We got Johnson from Kansas City. He is a beast. He's going to take care of that job, period. He's the quarterback of the defense. He's going to do that job well. He's a great player. He still has some gas left in the tank. We picked up Arden Key, which is incidentally probably the best edge rusher in the draft, period. Uh, That was a steal. Not enough people say enough about that. And it isn't until you see this kid uh, and his raw edge speed, like John Gruden likes to say, he can bend the edge. He's talent, bro. He's going to be exciting to see. And look, our defensive backs have been lame for, I don't know how many years, you know, four years, five years. But Garen Conley's supposed to be coming back. Who knows, right? Just like me. But you have guys like Leon Hall, 11 years, Dexter McDonald, four years in the league, Rashawn Melvin. He's a great player. He's had six years experience. Now that's going to solidify it. Nick Nelson is a rookie, of course. Um, And Sharice White, right, excuse me. Uh, Marcus Gilchrist. Those guys have got some seasons on them. They've got experience. They can teach the younger guys, but better yet, they can play this game. And we need to fix that hole uh, because we get killed every year on the defense. Our offense does pretty good, but our defense is holy. And I mean, holy crap. So uh, I love the love, man. Thank you so much. You let your heart out. I heard every word you said, bro. And trust me, uh, I feel it. And, you you know, what can I say? We're doing our best over here. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Things will get better, I hope. I'm done with construction for a while, and I'm just chilling. And I'm doing a lot of damn fishing. So podcasts are coming. Uh, camp is around the corner. We got 90 players and we got a lot of room to make some moves. So I like our team. I love our coach. We're in a guy, we're in a good place, bro. We're in a good place. We're not going to the Super Bowl this year. However, we're going to have to see some exciting, different football. Thanks for the call and all the love, my brother. Our next caller is Ruben from North Carolina, where I am sure. At this particular time, it is warm and sticky. (laughs) Uh, Just kidding, man. I've been there. I know exactly what it's like. What is up, my good Raider brother? What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation? This is Ruben calling from North Carolina. Just want to say, I want to say hi. It's been a while. I know you guys are pretty busy. haven't put out an episode in a while, but... I feel like I felt compelled to call 45 minutes of the draft. Excited. This draft, this draft, this draft is pretty deep. I, almost every position, and I can't wait to see what happens and what player goes where. I just, I always want the Raiders to pick the best players, but I don't know. There's something about this class. I like to see all the guys, all the top talent to succeed as in any other year, but I don't know. I, for some reason or another, I feel this year is special. No more mock drafts. No more predicting what players going where. No more um, 
trade talk, you know, all this prediction, all that comes to an end today. Uh, we can't wait. You know, the draft takes place this week and this weekend, and after that, it's, you know what it is, Greg, training camp and ready for the 2018 season. Bright things are to come. Hopefully, uh, this, this coaching staff, led by uh, John Gruden, does a little bit better in selecting players. As you see, you know, John Gruden talked a lot, talking about, you know, he's been away from the game for a good period of time. He studied all types of offenses and defenses, and, you know, he talked to different coaches on schemes and all this other stuff. So hopefully he can put his money uh, where his mouth is. This year he's certainly going to have to prove a lot, you know. There's a lot of high expectations. Everybody's expecting a lot from uh, John Gruden. So I'm excited, Greg. I'm excited, Raider Nation. I can't wait. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Well, brother, listen, I hate to disappoint you, but I was not, like I said before, I wasn't real enthused about anyone really uh, in this draft class. I didn't think it was deep. I I didn't think it was special. And when we drafted, I thought, okay, well, these guys are just as good as anybody else. Because, like I always say, it's a crapshoot, first of all. But, you know, you don't see, I didn't see this year, the talent depth that I've seen in past years where you can really pick up a great player. We won't know who's great for two years. So let's hope we did get some great players. I think we might have. Um you just don't know for sure. I do like the fact that we got more players. We had to pick more people. We went up and down and got draft picks, and I think that was really smart. So I think we did well. No matter who we picked, uh, we have more of a chance to hit when we have more players. So more players, more good chances. I'm good with that. I love the Gruden era. It's going to be fun, uh, different football, really exciting. You're going to love it too. Uh, thank you for the call, brother, and the love. And our next caller is Raider Malik from Tucson, Arizona. Hey, man, you guys have been getting some rain here. Not that I'm the weatherman, but I noticed uh, you guys have been getting some real serious rain. Anyway, long story short, brother from another mother, what's up? Good morning, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Malik from Tucson calling on the Monday after the draft weekend. I uh, just wanted to get some things out there real quick. Uh, I was a little disappointed with the draft. Uh, I mean, no real big names, no big splashes. I definitely wish we had gotten a big name player in that first round uh, with the with a 10 pick or even a 15 pick. I really wanted uh, Fitzpatrick to tell the truth. The fact that they were comparing him to uh, Sean Taylor, uh, I think that – Spoke volumes to me. Uh, yeah, we did get some more linemen. Um, I'm actually kind of glad we got Hurst the way we did. I feel like that that actually was kind of a steal. It seemed like they were talking about him way earlier and to get him way down there in the draft. Uh, I think that was great. Um, I think he's really going to help on, on that defensive line and help uh, get some of that pressure off of Khalil Mack. I uh, also hope they actually get Bowman to re-sign. I think that would be pretty awesome. I do like our offensive uh, power right now as far as adding Martavius Bryant. I mean, that gives another weapon for Derek Carr. 
and uh, he should be healthy this year. Hopefully he gets past the mental issues of what happened with him a couple seasons ago. Um, I'm just looking forward to this year, and I really hope we pull things through. Uh, but other than that, uh, the offensive linemen, I, I get that. You know, they're not exciting or anything, but uh, I guess Colt Miller actually has a lot of good upside. Um, I guess that is a good pick. Uh, not the greatest pick, but it'll have to do because they really don't have any other choice at that point. I uh, just hope he actually comes in and plays this year and, and performs and actually contributes the way he should at that rank. Uh, but other than that, uh, as far as Gruden, yeah, a lot of questions as far as the choices and everything. I get all of that. But I'm just going to try to wait it out and, you know, wait for the season to start and let's see what happens. So keeping it positive, keeping it real. Hope you two are okay. Hope things are going well. I know you haven't done a podcast in a while, and you're busy, um, so I get all of that. I'm just going to keep on staying in touch and looking forward to the next podcast, all right? So take care. Radio Nation, peace out. Have a good day. Bye. Yeah, it wasn't like a popcorn fart the draft was this year because I wasn't real impressed with anybody in the draft A. And the guys we drafted, I thought we did pretty good. I Like I said, I like the fact that we got so many more picks is good. I like the players we got. I think we picked up some good talent. But you never know. In, in any of these p- draft picks, you really don't know. I just knew we weren't going to get any of the top five guys, which is really what you want. But we have some players here. I think that was really different. I think the team's going to be so different. You know, we're all thinking about drafting for our needs last year. I think they've changed the team dynamic a lot and the playbook even more. So I think the guys we had last year might work better in this new system. And uh, you you don't know. And then they added some players, too, some veterans. I'm happy. I'm happy with so far. I think we did okay in the draft. Uh, I don't know about those uh, offensive linemen. And that first guy, Miller, I don't know, man. He looks too cream puffy for me, to be quite honest with you. He looks like he could go boo, and he kind of he doesn't look me. He doesn't he needs to be someone's gives that needs to give that kid a dose of junkyard dog. Cause he needs to go out there and be mean. He needs to look mean. He needs to grow a beard. I don't know what he's gonna do, but uh, maybe get a tattoo across his face. But he needs to look meaner than he does uh to start off with before anything else. I'm just kidding. But um yeah, man, we're we're gonna be fine. Uh we got growing pains, but that's a good thing. I I see a lot of good things in these 90 players. It's going to be tough to get to 53 again this year. Um, And don't be surprised who doesn't stay. Uh, That's going to be a real surprise. I'm not going to be because there's big change in the wind here. And, um, I mean, look, Marquette King, boom. Crabtree, boom. There's, (laughs) There's a lot going on. It'll be good. Different football, though, which will be exciting. Thanks for the call. Don't give up, my brother. And our next caller is Maddie Raider <laughs> from Albany, New York. Don't be depressed, bro. Trust me, it ain't worth it. What's happening, my brother? Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. It's Maddie Raider, Albany, New York calling the morning after the draft um well i'm officially on well i shouldn't say officially because i've been feeling this way as of late i'm ready for reginald mckenzie to get this pink slip and get out dude 
typical Raider move, move back in the draft, get fleeced by the Cardinals, by the way, too, to move back five spots. I thought they could have got more. And then reach for a project player at 15, when at 15 you should be drafting a day one starter. I don't watch UCLA games. I just have no faith in Reggie's drafting anymore. A kid that's a, a workout warrior, what, we still got Al Davis? God rest his soul, but I, I'm just I'm, I'm just sick with it. Then we got Martavis Bryant for the third, who's one dirty urn away from getting suspended for the year. I just, I'm just shaking my head at these moves. I mean, it's almost like yesterday I was so excited to see the draft as all you guys were. And to see this, it's like, it's almost like the way I see it is like when you get like socks for Christmas, dude, it's like you actually, you needed them, but it's like, meh. So you get a project player, another Reginald McKenzie special, dude. It's just, I'm so disappointed. I'm looking forward to tonight, two and three. There's some good DTs. There's some good corners. Oh, please just get a corner, dude. Please just get Josh Jackson something. But, uh, I'm just uh, I'm just flabbergasted, dude. Derwin James is there, and you don't take him. Of course, you don't take him because you got two off-injured safeties that we already have, plus another 50-year-old safety in Reggie Nelson. So of course, we can't take Derwin James. We had the chance to take Vita Via last night. Guess what? We blew that too. Oh, oh, by the way, we could have taken Minka Fitzpatrick, who was probably one of the best players overall in the draft. Dude, it's like the same old thing. I I, I just do Talk to you guys later. Well, wait a second. Now that I heard your whole call, now I'm depressed. <laughs> yeah, bro. Everything you said is absolutely true. And I would have to tell you that, yeah, Fitzpatrick will probably be a successful player. You don't know for sure, though. None of these guys, listen, none of these guys, unless you get that top five, then it's after that. Even there, it's tough. But top five is, is that's it. That's the golden market. Seven, maybe. But the top ten, no. I mean, we... <laughs> uh, listen, I just don't know about how well this draft class is going to go. Uh, uh, the Miller pick, I just thought this kid needs an injection of mean. Someone needs to kick his ass or something. And I also have to agree with Martavius Bryant. That was great for just a second until I heard that he's on the third strike. And he's going to Oakland, <laughs> California. Yes, where you can walk in anywhere at Major City, really, and get whatever you want. You know, flash an ID and a $50 bill, and you're set. You can get whatever you need. I don't think that's a very smart thing. But, you know, maybe you have to trust. I got to trust that they know what they're doing. Miller needs an injection of me. He just has to be beat up or something. Grow a beard, get a tattoo on his forehead. I don't know what he's going to do. But if he doesn't look any meaner, people are going to push that kid all over the field. 
And I remember a draft that we drafted a lineman that was supposed to be the best lineman. Uh, what's his name? Roberts? What the hell was his name? He went up and played for Seattle after us. But, you know, that was a popcorn fart, bro. I'm afraid that this might be the same thing. I hope not. I have to have faith. You got to have faith. They picked him that high. I hope he plays to that level uh, right away. Uh, if they keep this kid out of his first season and keep him on the bench, I'm going to be blown away. feel like an Al Davis pick. <laughs> Let's just hope for this kid. Let's get hope for this young man. Um, and, and, you know, this is our team. That's all there is. Uh, McKenzie, I think that if if, if uh, Gruden didn't agree with McKenzie, I think McKenzie will be out of there very soon. So if he's gone in the next year, then it was all about power struggle right there at this draft because I don't know if these were all Gruden's picks. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but I have hope. We've got a great coach. We got a decent team. We had a good core of players. We will get Khalil Mack signed. I don't hear a lot of hubbub about it. I think it's a taking care of business. And then if Reggie doesn't do it, then he should definitely get fired for damn sure. So uh, thanks for the call, bro. Don't worry. Uh, be happy. Um, things will get better. We'll see in camp. Then you'll see. Okay. Then we will all see the reality of it all because it shows up it shows up it showed up last year showed up in camp i go well doesn't look like a good year for us and yes indeed it was not so uh anyway have faith it'll get better and our next caller is sleepless in korea <laughs> i just freaking love the raider nation what's going on bro What's up, Brother Greg? What's up, Brother Randy? This is Sleepless in Korea. Hey, man, I called earlier uh, Friday morning pretty upset uh, about drafting Colton Miller. It is now uh, Sunday afternoon. It's about 1230. Uh, you know what, man? I you know I still don't like to pick, uh, but I feel the same way a lot of these analysts feel. Like, this draft is a high-risk, high-reward. It's basically boom or bust. Uh, I mean, taking Arden Key, I watched some highlights of him. Uh, I watched him play at LSU a little bit. You know, I try to catch as much college ball as I can. And, um, man, I'll, I'll be damned if he's not the spitting image of Alden Smith. The kid's an inch taller. Uh, he's six foot six, 245, 265, somewhere around there. Um, Alden's six foot five, but still, I mean, the kid's got the speed. Alden has, he's got the strength. He's got the, uh, the long arms. I mean, he's just quick, man. That he, He's quick to get off that ball. Um, like that pick, uh, hopefully they can just keep him, keep him in line. Um, you know, big Mohurst that in the fifth round, that's great, man. That's great value right there. You get first round talent in the fifth round. That's amazing. Uh, P.J. Hall, the guy looks just like a little wrecking ball. He looks like a little bowling ball, man. I mean, he's just quick. He's about six foot, six foot one. You know, about like three hundred and five pounds. But the kid's quick. Um, 
You know, so I, I don't know, man. It looks like these guys. Looks like Chucky picked up a lot of uh, a lot of project players here. But I mean, only time is gonna tell what happens. Uh, I do love the Martinez Bryant pickup. Man, I love that. Um, they did a lot of wheeling and dealing over this uh, over this draft weekend. A lot more wheeling and dealing than obviously they've done in the past, which I think goes to show that you know who's really running the show. You know, it's Chucky. Uh, anywho, man, uh, folks, for the season, these guys, man, I, I don't know what we're going to get, but I'll tell you one thing, man, it's going to for sure be interesting. Um, I look forward to seeing you guys have to call. You guys keep those podcasts coming, and can't wait to see you guys soon. Go Raiders. You know, I have to agree with you, bro, that we really have never really gone back and got more picks. I've never seen that happen multiple times in a draft. Not for us. I've seen other teams do it. Patriots do it all the time. I just think we got more players and more chances of a player doing well when you got more bodies. Um, because I, like I said, this draft was, uh, it was okay. Our first pick though, man, <laughs> marshmallow, bro. That's what I see. He's a big boy. Hopefully they'll put some mean in him, like I say. Assembly better get him in a room and rough that kid up or something, man. Oh, brother. But, I, you know, all in all, I think we got a good team. I think these guys are going to do just fine. We got 90 tough dudes. I mean, we got some really cool dudes, like Ryan Switzer. We got him from the Cowboys, man. This is a, this is a magical kid. You watch. That guy is going to do a great thing for us. Um, he's going to be—he's going to be amazing. I think our team's going to be real good and real different, like you said, real different style. We're going to be impressed with a different kind of football, I think. So uh, at least that'll be refreshing and exciting. And man, come on, seeing Chucky on the sidelines, give me a break over here. Of course, it's going to be great. <laughs> Thanks for the call, bro. And our next caller is Food Stamp Raider. I love this guy. He's pretty smart. What's happening, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy. Food Stamp Raider from Maryland here. It is Friday afternoon on the East Coast around 5, 5.30. I'm already done with the draft. It's obvious that some people don't know what they're doing. We took a second or third round talent at tackle in the first round. After trading down, and we traded down, and we didn't even get a second round pick back. That trade was a joke. We had two beast defenders that could have helped Mac out. They might as well trade Mac. Just let him go if you don't want to help the man. That monster from Virginia Tech was sitting right there for us. This guy is weak. Everybody I've heard talk about him say his technique is horrible. He has no punch and no explosion. But I'll get off of that. Let's talk about bringing in Martavis Bryant, who is facing a year-long suspension with one slip-up. You got rid of Crabtree and King because of their attitude. Why would you bring a guy in like Bryant? Pittsburgh was happy as, as a lamb to let him go, and we gave them a third-round pick. Uh, Veggie needs to go, and I'm not sure if Gruden don't need to follow him. I have no confidence in this regime. 
doing what is right. Our defense is going to be trash again, and Mac is going to be a man on the island again. And this tackle won't even see the field this year. This is Food Stamp Raider from Maryland, and I'm out. Okay, okay. Well, I understand your frustration, and I understand this Colton Miller kid, like I said, uh, he's a marshmallow, bro. That's all I can say. I don't know who picked him. I don't know if it was Veggie or whether it was John. Uh, I do know this. <laughs> when I saw the draft, I just wasn't impressed with too many players in it. And then when we picked where we picked and we picked this lineman, I heard his name and then I thought I was going to look at this Viking dude. But instead, um, he looks a little, you know, marshmallowy. Big kid. I hope he's smart enough. Hope he gets it. I hope he can start. Uh, if he doesn't start this year, uh, there's there's trouble in paradise. That's a bad pick. And uh, at that number, somebody should get out if that's the case. Because, you know, there was other talent there that we could have used. So, hey, it's a crapshoot. <laughs> Let's just see how it works. Listen, new coach, new system, new attitude, new locker room, new veterans. Um, give it a break. Let's see what happens. we got 90 players. We've got to will them to 53. By the time 53 are on the field, give me a call. We'll talk about that for sure because I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not going to be surprised. Don't be surprised to see some names on that list that are out of here that have played for us for a little bit. So on that note, Appreciate the call. Don't be blown out. Give it a little time, bro. Trust me, the man with short views. <laughs> I've been over it already. I've been through all the stages of grief. I'm at acceptance. I appreciate it. I hope we all can. <laughs> Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller is Raider Rick from Utah. What's happening, my brother? Hey, Raider Gray, Raider Randy, this is Raider Rick from Utah. Hey, I know my uh, time on the bone line is short for other callers, but I just wanted to say that uh, first with free agency, I like the moves that uh, John Gruden has made, and it really doesn't matter what everybody else thinks. I'm going to trust the process and trust Gruden and realize that he knows what he's doing. He's a smart man, and he knows what he needs for his football team. Um, I like his off-season acquisitions at corner, and I like his off-season acquisitions at, at linebacker, and um, so I think that was a good start there with the draft. I'm glad that he got two offensive tackles because I'm not sure how well Donald Penn will do this year. We need to protect Carr as much as possible. We got two defensive tackles, Maurice Hurst, who I think is going to be a stud, and I think his um, heart problem. He was the, he, it was the same heart problem that Star Latula has, and he's been fine, and he's been doing contracts, and Maurice Hurst has been fine and cleared by Harvard and and Michigan. So I think he'll be fine. I think those two will help our pass rush with Khalil Mack and Bruce Irvin and Arden Key. I think he'll be doing great as well. And then we got Nelson as our as a corner. Um, I think he helped us solidify what Conley and him and Melvin will do. 
Um, so I'm happy there. I'm just happy all around for everything that's been going on. And then I'm happy with the coaching staff, and I'm just happy all around for this season. I think it's going to be a really good season. I think he's back. I think that John Gruden's back. Coaches are back. We have coaches that can actually coach these kids up. And if you go back to 2016, I think we'll have a better defense than we did then, and I think we'll have a better offense than we did. And so we've added several key pieces, but – um, thanks, Raider, Greg, Raider, Randy, for the bone line. This is Raider Rick. I'm out. Well, thank you, brother. You have bring a very positive vibe to this draft class. I know Arden Key is a very good pickup, and Alden Smith is a great comparison, too. Um, I think that's a secret weapon that we're really not accounting for yet, but we'll see. We'll see. I, I think so far so good. I'm positive with what's going on. Like I've said throughout this show, it's a new offense and a new defense. It's going to be completely different. Our players are going to be expected to do different things, and uh, responsibility is going to be different um, and a different scheme. So it'll be interesting to see how well these players uh, get this done because like, uh, like John Gruden says, it's all from the shoulders up, men, from the shoulders up. Thanks for the call. Our next caller is... The Prez from Memphis, Tennessee. Great Raider fan, smart guy. Love this guy. What's happening, bro? Raider Nation podcast. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, and the Raider Nation. This is The Prez, founder of R-N-O-M out of Memphis, Tennessee. And I'd like to get straight to the point. The draft was a bit of a head-scratcher at first, but you cannot dispute the bargain prices that we end up getting. Arvin Keys to start off. All-time, well, he tied the record for the sack in LSU. If he wasn't such a knucklehead and made dumb decisions, he'd be a first-rounder. Top-tier draft candidate. More hurts. Unfortunately, he was a casualty of his um, heart condition. But having a few things checked, just like um, DJ Hayden, I believe, and the other guy, you check that, it'll be okay. You know, um, they're not going to waste their money if they knew it was just a total, you know, um, career suicide to invest on something like that. But the guy was an absolute monster. These are two potential impact players we got for the price of a bargain deal. Easily first-round top-tier candidates, and they landed to the Raiders. I don't want to get too excited about the uh, wide receiver, Bryant. He's a stud, and, I mean, he has, like, Randy Moss-like, you know, tall, and key, fast, speedy guy that can catch, thank God. But, unfortunately, there's something about the two-strike thing that just scares the hell out of me. And with legal pot in Oakland, you know, if he can keep his head on right, I digest, man. But, uh, hell, you know, if uh, he messes up, that's it. We have a punter, a kicker, and a few other little knick-knack stuff here, you know, and there. Um, it's not done yet. I hope they do reach out with Devaro Bowman. You know, he was a great leader, but trust the process first. You know, it is, it is kind of um, a head scratcher a little bit. We didn't get the pot, the picks that we wanted. But hold on, Raider Nation. That's all I got to say. Hold on. This is the prayer saying, see you, and trust the process. Later. Well, there you go. Trust the process. That's what I've trying to say, but I'm glad you said it because it sounds perfect. 
Trust the process. There's a lot going on. New coach, new players, new staff. I mean, there's a whole lot going on. And, you know, I hate to throw this in there, but behind the scenes, Vegas is just on the horizon. So there's just a whole lot of things. Office crazy. It's crazy in that office for sure. But this I know. We have no power over any decision they've made or they're going to make. I think they did pretty good in the draft. I'm just as afraid of, uh, what's his name, Martavius Bryant, as anybody else. Because I'm telling you, you could smell the weed walking down the street in Oakland. It's That's a tough place to be for a young man. That's a lot of pressure. I hope he can stand up to it. I hope he can. That's really good. You know, we got to have faith in that, too. So let's give him some faith, throw some prayers his way, and hope he can just keep it keep it real. Because I would, for the money he's ready to make right now, he, he could come out and be amazing. I would love for the Pittsburgh Steelers to be so pissed off that they got rid of him that they just go nuts at seeing him every Sunday go up and down the field on everybody. I'd love for that to happen. That would be my wish. We shall see. But it's just the beginning. Training camp's around the corner. Uh, John will do his best to get this team ready to play some football. You can guarantee that for sure. Thank you for the call, Prez. Our next caller is Raider Tony, the Northwest Raider. What is going on, Tony? Long time, bro. Raider Greg, Raider Nation, this is Raider Tony, the Northwest Raider, calling from the beautiful Pacific Northwest, and calling to just give my two cents on the off-season, the off-season and draft thus far, and uh, really looking forward to hearing what everyone else thinks. Uh, first, a couple of thoughts. Um, all the hate that the media media is spewing towards Coach Gruden, they're so full of shit. Uh, but I like it. I like it that way. I, I like that we're coming in as the underdogs into this new season, and they're underestimating Coach Gruden and his moves. Um, you know, I, I, I like that. I, I There's no other place I'd rather be than as an underdog. I'll take that over the favorite any day. Um, you know, this this off season has been interesting. But these reporters and the media, as well as fans from other teams, are acting like Coach Gruden is some robot that's not able to adapt. Like he's been out of football for 10 years. The guy has been involved broadcasting being around players. It's not like he's not familiar with this new generation of players. He's, you know, or not been exposed to them. And people act like he doesn't have kids. The guy's a father. His kids play football, one of which I believe graduated from high school or is currently graduating. So he's totally familiar with this new generation of players, my generation. And I think that You know, these people act like you can't adapt. But what we're seeing so far in the practices and and what I've been reading pretty much every day is that he has adapted. He's still Chucky, and he still brings that style and philosophy. You know, he's not going to go easy on you. He's going to push you, and he's going to challenge you. But I read yesterday that 
you know, I mean, he's cracking jokes and they think he's funny, but he's also really serious and extremely knowledgeable about football, you know, a, a football guru. And so it sounds to me like he's adapted very well thus far. And, you know, I'm not saying that everything's going to be perfect, or, but sure as hell is a lot better than what the media is reporting. And things sound go, like they're going pretty good. Now, regarding the personnel moves, um, you know, you're bringing in people that can play in the system. The system is also going to be adapted to, you know, football in 2018. It's not like he's going to just run what he did in 1998. And, you know, again, just, you know, the, the ridiculous nonsense that the media is spewing the hate. Um, I can't wait for the new season. I know, I don't know how good we're going to do this year. Uh, you know, I'd love to see the playoffs, but I'm not going to make any predictions. Um, what I do think, and know, is that John Green's a really good coach, and the personnel moves have been pretty good. I would have liked to have kept Navarro Bowman and Crabtree, but we plug in Jordy Nelson and, and Derek Johnson from the Chiefs. And so, you know, our secondary has been upgraded. The draft was was good. Um, so personnel-wise, I think everything's fine. Um, you know, I don't see any issues. Uh, maybe I'm missing something here. But I don't see any issues, really. I think that we've upgraded or maintained talent in pretty much every position. I don't see anything that's been downgraded. And that's the important thing. So, you know, we'll see. I can't wait for the season. Really looking forward to hearing what everyone else has to say. But I'm really excited about the season. And uh, I think it's going to be a good season. You know, I'm definitely looking forward to catching a few games this year, flying down. It's always fun. Um, you know, second to the last year in Oakland. So it's special. And I want to catch as many games as I can. You know, so I'll definitely be – We'll be flying out of SeaTac a lot to get to uh, as many games as we can this season. Um, the last, you know, these last few seasons in Oakland. So anyway, uh, hope all everyone's doing well in Raider Nation and uh, uh, you too, Raider Greg. And can't wait for the next podcast and can't wait to hear what everyone's thoughts are on this off season so far. Go Raiders! Well, Tony, first off, I don't really hear people being too negative. Once in a while, someone, when he first got on there, there was a little skepticism, but that was drowned out by far more positive strokes for the Raiders. Um, I think most professionals in the league thought it was a really good idea. And whether they thought it was and, you know, for them or whatever, I still think he got a lot of, a lot of kudos for doing it. And I think people are seriously worried in our division for sure that he will make a difference. And I, I have all the confidence in him, as you should. Uh, he's got a 10-year, $100 million deal, and he ain't playing. He's just the same guy who stays up till all hours of the morning, every day, uh, buried in this league and this team. And I think this is going to be the Raider way for many years to come. And it's going to be good for us. And I think it'll be fun football. And uh, it'll be real different. But seeing him on the sidelines, bro, what else could you ask for? Really? Honestly, what a great treat that's going to be. It's going to be great. 
Raider Nation is pumped. You should be. Get to a game. And everyone else out there, put your ass in a seat uh, this season at the Coliseum because it will be a piece of history later on. And um, we're sad to see it go. But uh, as long as it's here, be part of the tradition, man, because it's been a lot of asses been in the seats, man. <laughs> a lot. So get out there and get your ticket. Thanks, Tony, for the call. Appreciate it, bro. You got the right attitude for the season. Raider Nation, this is Raider Greg and Raider Randy. We're the Raider Nation podcast. Longest freaking running podcast, professional sports podcast in freaking history. Take that, ESPN. Take that, ABC Sports. Take that, NBC Bay Area Sports. None of you mofos were up in here before Raider Greg and all those other shows that have popped up since the Raiders now are going to be a big deal and they're going to Vegas and all these guys say, oh, I could do a show. Good luck, because I am all about Raider Nation getting better, bigger, and uh, more prevalent on the Internet. Uh, Best of luck to anybody starting a show. Trust me, uh, it ain't easy. And 507 shows, let me tell you what, we've earned that shit. I am Raider Greg. I'll be looking forward to talking to you soon. Camp is coming up real soon. Next few weeks, I'm on it. Straighter Greg, I am out.